We're Bethany and Alicia, your hosts of the Chili Today broadcast. We're two broads, living abroad, broadcasting live from Santiago, Chile. The Chile Today broadcast is the first ever bi-weekly English-speaking news podcast. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Okay, great. So, my name is Bethany. And I'm Alicia. And uh, I guess we should just introduce ourselves first, like, besides we're broads. Yeah, that part is established. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where are you from, Bethany? Well, I am from Arkansas, the United States from Arkansas, which is the southern United States. And you? Um, I'm from Colorado. We're we're almost neighbors. Colorado in the States. Yeah, just two days drive, right? Yeah, just a couple (laughs) days drive through some cornfields and whatnot. Uh, Through the mountains. Yeah. A little bit. What Um, brought you to Chile? Well, I wanted to, well, I was already an English teacher in the U.S., and I had a friend teaching English here, and she said, hey, Chile is a great place to live. Why don't you come down here for six months, try it out, and I've been here for six and a half years. I love it. Yeah, so that's that's what happened to me. How did you get to Chile? I visited my friend Kayla here many moons ago and fell in love and was dead set on moving here, but it turns out it's kind of expensive to move abroad. Um, so I was able to save up some money and live and uh, move here um, January 2019. So I've been here a little bit over a year. Amazing. And still learning the ropes. Yeah, that's cool. I think we're all still learning the ropes, really. And uh, I think we should introduce the star of our show, um, his professional title is Podcast Pinguino. He is our show's mascot. Yes, he is a penguin, and he is our sound engineer as well. Um, he's a penguin from Pucon. And we will post a picture of him because we want you to help us name him. Yes, because uh, his official title is uh, is sound engineer Pinguino from the podcast Podcast Pinguino. Um, you can but, find him on LinkedIn. Yes, obviously. He has a really, he is very prolific in the podcasting networks. So, um, yeah, help us out with that. He's, um, he's super nice, and I'm sure you'll hear a lot from him. In this podcast, we will be covering news, current events, travel tips, and some fun cultural happenings and experiments. And we'll also be providing helpful tips. So whether you are looking for the best place to vacation for a weekend or you're just stuck on that one visa step, uh, we are going to lend some advice throughout the show. Exactly. Dengue fever has arrived in Chile, but your Amazon package still has not. Although the mosquito that carries the disease is usually not found in Chile, since March 2019, larva is appearing more and more on the national territory. Last week, the Minister of Health in Chile has confirmed two new cases in the country. Both cases were found on Easter Island. The national number of dengue patients is now four, after two earlier cases were reported in Iquique. The cases in Iquique were from two travelers who had recently been in Bolivia. The incubation period is about four to ten days for dengue fever, and symptoms include fever, body aches, pain behind your eyes, and a nauseous feeling. So if you drink Pisco Sour the night before and you experience any of these, chances are you're still hungover and you don't have dengue fever. Totally not dengue fever. Totally not. Absolutely not. Oh, wow. So I heard that some of the military was deployed to search for mosquitoes. You are correct. After years of military training, some (laughs) military officials have been deployed to search out for the rare mosquito and its larva to destroy it. Imagine being one of the people that 
that Andronico Luxig paid to go to Harvard for training, and you get like a very important mission to go searching for mosquitoes. Top secret and confidential. Top secret confidential meeting for looking for mosquitoes. Fabulous. Well, another health crisis that is wearing the Chilean authorities is the new coronavirus. Although no cases have been reported in Chile so far, the government is taking measures at airports um, and other ports like in Valparaiso. This is very interesting to me because I just got back from, from Argentina and I went through the airport last weekend and every single person had those like masks on. Okay. And I just kept trying to talk to people and I was like, it's already hard to understand Chilean Spanish <laughs> and now they have these masks on and I was just totally lost. I got really scared in immigration and I was like, wait, can you take the mask off? And they like, looked at me like, no, I will die if I take this mask off. So I think that they've uh, really hammered it hard on the people in the airport to keep wearing those masks. Did they quarantine anybody in front of you? I mean, not in, in front of me, but I, I mean, I don't know. Are they like... Yeah, okay. Well, let me get to that. Okay. <laughs> so, with an increase in tourists from China, the health minister, Jaime Manjalic, Manjalic has declared a health alert to prevent new coronavirus um, incubators, people with, who are infected with coronavirus, from setting foot in Chile. So, um, I don't think that they're quarantining anybody right now. I think it's more of a preventative measure, like not letting people like come through but I'm, I'm not quite sure how that works like do they say like okay no you can't get on this flight to Chile or now that you're in Chile you have to go back I'm not quite sure how that works um so sorry I can't give you any information no that's one. okay we'll see how it unfolds yeah I'm hoping that they're not profiling too many people I hope that that's not yeah. something that's happening too much another case of corruption is shaking politics in Chile former politician Gustavo Haspun appeared on an audio that is part of an investigation about corruption in the, in the Ministry of Public Works. On the recording, Haspin says that he will speak with the Minister of Economy in exchange for money. One of my favorite aspects of living in Chile is the ability to travel to so many different locations and beautiful travel spots, right? Mm -hmm. um, vacation spots. So you Absolutely. have the desert in the north and the beautiful south and everywhere in between. The glaciers. Oh, the glaciers. One of my favorite spots that I'm super excited to tell you about are the Termas Geometricas. And they are located um, near Villarica. Villa so these are like hot springs, right? They are. They are. And they're brilliant. So... There are active volcanoes in the region, and because of the volcanic activity, it actually creates natural hot springs that trickle down into the Vira Rica National Park. Amazing! And they, the, the owners of the Termas Geometricas created the most beautiful, relaxing environment out of these hot springs. So what they did is they... they um, created 20 pools and they range from 27 to 45 degrees celsius depending on the time of the year and they put in a long wooden bridge and it's just stunning so it's thermal hot springs and this beautiful almost like jungle like so environment been. i've been oh and gosh, i'm trying right now to convince you to go because i think you'll love <laughs> I it i need i'm already convinced you convinced me at hot springs because uh i'm actually from a city called hot springs and oh, i love hot springs so i am i'm already there in my mind 
But if you're traveling to Bukon, it's like a relatively short drive, so you can easily take a day trip and go to... How many to, hours? I think it's about two hours. Oh, man, that's super easy. As they say here, Viola. And so give or take, it's about a two-hour drive, maybe a little bit more, a little bit less, depending on the day. And it's so worth it. They have their own restaurants inside. They have, you can get snug around the fireplace. So if it's, if it's really cold outside, you can get in these hot pools. Ooh, romantic. And, yeah, it really is. Um, I went with one of my best friends, Magdalena, and it was just the best experience. So if you want to experience something relaxing that's tropical and very inviting, um, I would highly recommend the Thermos Geometricus. Bring flip-flops for sure. Okay. Absolutely. Was it expensive? It was a bit more than I expected it to be. I believe it was 20 mil. That's super... That's... Yeah, that's not expensive, lady. I don't know. I I mean, maybe for... Yeah, obviously, like, when you were like, yeah, it's a little expensive, I was thinking, oh, shit, I'm never going to be able to go. But, like, I could do 20 mil. I could save up my my Kenyan toes for, for thermos. And it's worth it because you can spend an unlimited amount of time in there. They have like night bathing where they put candles out. There's a waterfall. Girl, I'm going to have the mo- Valentine's Day just passed and now I'm pretty pissed I didn't go for Valentine's Ugh. Day. That's so romantic. There's only one drawback of it and it's that it's such a popular influencer spot. So while you're in your swimming suit like bathing <laughs> in the pools, you have like fully clad women with high heels on like posing and it's it's a bizarre experience but um still like it through and through it's completely worth it it's a it's beautiful um my boyfriend should better listen to this podcast and (laughs) take some hints hint hints hint hint so that, yeah, the stir was geometricus, and each week we'll bring you some kind of insider looks on different places to travel with in Chile. Absolutely. Amazing. Great job. Thanks. Okay, so um, for the quote-unquote culture section, uh, I decided that we were going to talk about beverages today because um, Chile is much more than just carmenere. It is much more than just piscolas and pisco sours. There's a lot of really cool beverages that are all over Chile, so we're going to talk about them, and I'm going to have Alicia, who's never tried these beverages, try them, and we're going to get her first impressions. Bethany, is this why I'm holding a melon right now? You are holding a melon, and it is not because it's aesthetically pleasing to see you hold a melon. It is because it's part of our beverage for today. And what is inside of this melon? It looks sloshy. Okay, well, before I tell you what's inside it, I'm going to tell you about it. Oh, even better. Okay, so this is melon con vino, and uh, it is more affectionately known as Melvin, which I think is adorable. Melvin. It is adorable. (laughs) That's so warm. Right, yes. And it's very, very popular in the summer. Actually, it's one of my favorite summer beverages because it's sort of self, um, you just sort of can drink it all day because you take the melon and you fill it with the mysterious ingredients and then you just keep scraping the sides of the melon, fill it up, scrape the sides of the melon, and it's fantastic. It's super refreshing in the summer. So, um, before I tell you um, about what's inside, I want you to try a bit of it. Okay. Did you carve this out by hand? I did. I used a knife. I didn't use my hand. I I did use a knife. I'd be fine with your hands. That's great. It was (laughs) very thoughtful of you. That's so good. It's so refreshing. (laughs) Isn't it amazingly refreshing? It's really nice. It's super nice. Yeah. 
Um, so, the, according to the interwebs, the Melvin, or the Melanconvino, I imagine uh, it wasn't called Melvin then, it originated in Spain but got very popularized in Chile. And, um, of course, our Chileans who don't like to say all the words named it Melvin. So, um, it's, it's fantastic. I love it. And can you guess what's in it? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess melon. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, okay what else? Vino Blanco, white wine. White wine, yes, white wine. And it doesn't matter what kind of white wine. You can use Clos, you can use Gato, it doesn't matter. Now, it might matter for your hangover the next day, but as far as flavor goes, that's not the most important aspect of this. No, I can't guess. Um, something maybe lemon? It's actually just sugar. That's the only other thing that they put. And so for a melvin at the beach, for example, you get a melon, you just bring some sugar and some white wine, and you just keep filling the, mel- the melon up and scraping the sides, and it's a little snack, and it's delicious alcohol. It's dangerous because it just tastes like fresh, healthy melon. Yes. And I feel like it's a little misleading because it's just lots of wine, too. It's absolutely delicious. It is phenomenal. Thank yes, you. Absolutely. So let's move on to our next beverage, uh, this guy right here. Can I still hold the Melvin? You, I need you to, because it doesn't stand up by itself. It doesn't. So um, this one, can you describe to me what this looks like? It looks like a tall glass of orange drink. <laughs> orange drink. Uh, it does. What does it smell like? Fake oranges. <laughs> <laughs> this, so this is what the Chileans affectionately call fancho. Fun shop. Fun shop, which uh, it is both Fanta and a shop, which is beer. It's a Fanta beer. It's a Fanta beer. Okay. That is all it is. It is a Fanta beer. I'm nervous, but I'm also equally excited. Okay, here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Don't wait, try wait, it yet. I'm okay. not going to try it yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not uh, yet. Uh, I got it. The anticipation is killing me. Okay, so um, obviously some people can drink this for any occasion. But uh, the time that I see it the most is when people are watching football at bars. Maybe that's just because my boyfriend has like a superstition where he has to drink a fan shop when he's watching Universidad de Chile, which is a football team play. He always drinks a fan shop. And I always see people drinking fan shop when they're watching. So I don't know if this is a football associated, but um, I'll let you try it now. No, no, okay. <laughs> It kind of just tastes like Fanta. I don't get too much of the beer. <laughs> really? Which I think I'm thankful for, but it's it's good. It's good. It's not as, refresh, it's as refreshing as the Melvin, but I like it. It's good. It's very mild. Okay. It's not my favorite because it tastes like uh, Fanta and beer, and I'm not a huge fan of Fanta. I like me some beer, but uh, yeah. This as well is served with whatever kind of beer. I would not use a craft beer with a fun shop. Something like um, Becker, Becker um, which is a cheaper beer, or Cristal, which is also a cheaper beer that you can get. Um, I used a can of beer, but typically, like I said, it's a shop, it's on tap kind of beer that, that's used. Um, you do get, you do, do detect uh, beer on the aftertaste a oh, little the, bit. Like the, once it's the, sat in the taste buds for, for a hot minute. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's that one. And... Um, our third and final delicious one is um, is something that is actually pretty hard to find in Chile these days. Um, it's supposed to be foamy like that. I wouldn't mix. It's not supposed to be mixed. It's okay, supposed perfect. to be separated like that. Um, 
And I tried this for the first time in Valparaiso, and it is hard to find in Santiago. This is called uh, Malta con huevo, and it is literally that. It's Malta malt beer with egg. And um, I, I shouldn't. Now your face looks very scared. Is it? Does it? It, it has good. a scared look. It does have a scared look. Oh. It also has vanilla extract and sugar in it. I'm warming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty tasty, and I personally like it. But don't be influenced by um, mm. by me. But this is actually more common in the countryside. This um, this beverage, and it used to people drink it for breakfast actually, because it's very hearty. It has those raw eggs in it, and so um, you know Chileans like their beverages. So um, malt beer and and eggs, good nutritious breakfast, right? The aroma is rather pleasant. It. It does. It has like uh, the nice vanilla, and it smells. Ah, it smells amazing. I'm actually really excited to try this. Okay, then let's try it. Okay. That's phenomenal. Really, it's you like so it? good. It's so good. It has. Um, I mean, you do get the beer flavor in it, but the vanilla really rounds it out. Yeah. And so it's got this sweet but very approachable flavor profile. It's so good. It's yeah. kind of like drinking a cinnamon roll in a glass, like mm. less cinnamon, but yeah. I mean, there's no cinnamon, but yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like that. A vanilla roll. A vanilla roll. A vanilla egg roll. A beer roll. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, I really like it, and it's like I said, not super popular in Chile. In, uh, sorry, in Santiago, but it's very Chilean. It's very unique. Something, at least from my experience of like trying things in different countries, very unique tasting. Um, so I, I highly suggest if you see um, Malta con huevo on a menu to order it to try it, um, and or make it yourself. It's super easy. It's sugar, vanilla extract, two eggs, and malt beer. Just uh, blend it together. It's the best part of waking up. <laughs> Malta con huevo in your cup? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Bethany. What is a Chilean pirate's favorite dessert? I, I don't know. Manjar. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the best joke I've ever heard in my life. Uh, oh, that's amazing. Well, I don't know how I'm going to follow that, but I'm here to bring you the Chilean word of the day, which is Melvin. Melon, melon con vino. Oh, I didn't tell you. It's a honeydew melon, not other types, not a watermelon. Uh, I guess I should have said that earlier. And... Um, so we're also going to tell you about some upcoming events in English that you can attend in, well, in Santiago. I'm not sure of any events in other places. I'll do more research. But um, there is a bilingual stand-up comedy show happening on February 29th. That's at Barbestia, which is near Metro Monmont. It's 3,000 pesos, and it starts at 9.30. There's also a bilingual trivia night where they have rounds in English and in Spanish. You can build a team of up to four people. Um, that's on the 14th of March, and that's at the Black Rock Pub. It's 10,000 a team, but if you get four people, that's about 2,500 a person, or it is 2,500 a person. For that, you'll need to make a reservation, and I'll tell you more about how to do that. And then on the 26th of March at the Black Rock Pub, there is what's called a horrible movie night. And it's where uh, people watch a really hilariously horrible movie, laugh, drink beer, talk about it, point fingers. 
um, and wonder how it ever got made. And that's a free event, and um, that starts at 9 p.m. So for these three events, if you want to know more information, you can go to facebook.com slash thechistolas, which is the C-H-I-S-T-O-L-A-S, or Instagram, thechistolas. So those you can find out more about that. Yeah. Okay, so on the 10th of March, there's what's called storytelling, and it's where people get up on stage, and in English they tell a story about their lives, about something they've experienced based on the topic. So this month, the topic is Fight Like a Girl, and the event is free, and it's at California Cantina. And that's what we have for events this month, or coming up. Bye. I have nothing else. Oh. Bye.